on season two of Open Box Policy, things are going to be a little different. We started off season one with Josh and Devin and Adam, and on Eventually, this season, yeah. it's going to be a little different because uh, Josh left. Yeah, Josh. Josh is dead. He's dead. Yeah, Josh died. Josh We're gonna- died because he was trying to drive with his mechanical arm, and it grasped the wheel too tight, and it fucking slung him into a ditch, and he died. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah my version of the story was josh got taken over like an evil villain by his new carbon fiber arm and it just ruled his entire life and i like it, that one yeah that one's less graphic yeah it's less graphic and it slowly killed him josh is not dead josh basically got a new job and was too busy to record so Devin and i wanted to continue to release a product so we are going to toy around with Maybe bringing on a guest host every week or, you know, obviously bringing back people that we really enjoy. Right. And on this episode, it's Jamie. We really enjoy Jamie. We really enjoy having her around. Jamie is one of those people that can virtually talk nonstop. Oh, yeah. And we like her. We feel like she offers a lot of good material. Yeah, in in season two, we want to be open to uh, you guys as fans. I mean, we want you guys to... To spit us some changes that you might want us to see. We might do shorter episodes. Uh, I don't think we'd get any longer than uh, our first 32 episodes. No. Uh, definitely not. No, so, we already had toyed around with the idea of making uh, shorter episodes anyway, just to give you all uh, a little something easier to listen to rather than a huge commitment. We want you all to really enjoy what you're listening to, and we don't want you all to be overwhelmed with the commitment of, of an hour-plus episode. Right, so you might see more 30 to 40 minute episodes. Uh, once we hone that in, you might not see over 40 minute episodes, you know? You might, and the hour episodes might uh, dissipate. And you're going to see a lot more of the female perspective. Oh, we, yeah. We definitely alienated ourselves a little bit by having an all male cast, and we found out that some of our most downloaded episodes were the ones when we brought a female on. Yep. People really, really want to hear a woman's perspective. They want to they want to know what's going on in a woman's mind, just like most men <laughs> and most people in general. But, and who knows? I mean, we, we Josh did leave on good terms. It's not like we hate him or anything for leaving. No, no. We're fooling around because yeah. we like the comedy. But, you know, who knows? He may become less busy a little later and want to come on as a guest on a few shows or something like that. And, you know, we might get the four of us again, uh, me, you, Jamie, and Josh. Absolutely. And uh, and do another, you know, good episode. Absolutely. On this episode, we talk about an interesting experience I had at a car dealership. And then, of course, Jamie has something to add, and she goes on and on and on about about a terrible experience she had at a, at a car dealership. And we, you know, we kind of compare and contrast stories, and then we get into kind of a mysterious topic that's that's been coming up a lot more in the news, and has actually started to have a personal impact on all of us here in the room. Are our phones listening to us? Yeah, that's been a big thing the past few years. It has been. I mean, they've even gone in front of Congress about this stuff. Are your phones constantly listening? Is the is the microphone on your phone constantly listening to you? We talk a little bit about it. It's very, very interesting. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect lead into uh, the science fiction era that we get into later, uh, talking about like a Minority Report and um, the, uh, how do we put it with the ads? How? Targeted ads. Yeah. yeah, targeted ads. Like whether or not we're ever going to get it to a point where ads are, are, are specifically targeted to us just by the way we look. 
So it's interesting. We really hope that you all enjoy it. Tell us what you think. Are our phones listening? Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at OBP underscore raw. And if you would like to continue the conversation via email, please reach out to us at obppodcast at gmail.com. Guys, we appreciate the continued support on season two. Uh, we are open to changes, so hit us up if you ever have any changes. Thanks. Because when Netflix first started making originals, they were just like, fucking blow everybody out of the water. Yep. You know? And now it's like, they could be really sucky or they could be really yeah. good. I don't think there's a doing. I mean, one of the ones was was a French one. And my husband hates subtitles, so that was a no-go. But hmm. My husband hates French people. You can't. <laughs> you can't focus. On, even though one of my favorite movies all time is Amelie. Amelie's I still have a, never seen that. Oh, it Sarah, is. Our friend Sarah and Cassidy and their daughter are from that movie. Fantastic. No, still never seen it. Uh, I love subtitles. Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favorites. Yeah. And I love it, but I don't think Glenn's ever watched it. He hates He hates effort. It makes it, it <laughs> does. Effort. You have to put in a lot of effort. I've seen. You don't though. You just get in, You get used to watching subtitles and it's, you get used to it. Yeah. And you just kind of go, okay. Amelie is, is an exception because she's so, Audrey Tateau is so expressive and they do, it's such a well-made movie that if you never know a thing that they're saying, you know exactly what is I going on. I have even no idea what the movie's about. Amelie? Yep. Yeah. Well, tell us what never... It's just about a, a really quirky girl that's always kind of looking for love, but she's she's really, she's, she's super quirky because she really focuses on everyone else in her life and everyone has their own little story. So she's constantly narrating and she's like, this is so-and-so. So-and-so does this every day, and he does exactly like this. And, and so every character is so well-developed. I would love that. Uh, and she she has all these really kind of these goofy interactions with them, and then she has this old man that she kind of takes care of that's really sad, and he just sits and, like, paints all day long. And she tries to kind of make all these people happy. She tries to do little things to to kind of improve their life and never really focuses on herself, basically, until – she kind of starts to find love, but it's predictably awkward. When did that movie come out? Early 2000s? Older than that? I graduated in 1998, and I watched it in college, so it probably oh. came out in like 2000, 2001. Okay. Yeah, oh. it was... Yeah, the first time I saw it was in college. It's great. God, I need to watch it. such a good movie. I have to watch it myself. With no it's like a around. solid French movie. Like, all the actors are French subtitles 100 percent. yeah nice. yeah okay it's weird they do something that i you notice like if you watch any bollywood movies or you watch well just say bollywood yeah. movies or some i've seen some dog millionaire period that's not a fucking bollywood <laughs> that's, that's not a bollywood movie periodically i'm with you on that <laughs> i've never seen that movie but periodically they'll just break into english and it's odd it's always you're like why are they speaking in english they do it in bollywood movies all the time yeah in the middle of a conversation they won't have like a really good way to express themselves, so they'll use American expressions in perfect English. Because wow. you know they all speak, or most of the Bollywood actors speak perfect English, but it's it's really odd. Uh, there used to be this Bollywood movie that I loved for years. I can't even pronounce it. Uh, it's like Sawaria, Sawaria, and it is. I'm this, sure you butchered that. No, it's Sawaria. 
but it's I, I think you. but it's all it's like a weird Bollywood musical that oh that uh, I just got into I couldn't help it. Are all Bollywood's musicals? I th- I feel like most of I'm them have some sure. kind of song and dance in them. Yeah, right? I think that's what kind of qualifies them as. Yeah, yeah. right. There's this is a question there's for the. Yeah. I'm gonna search. It. Well, it's like it's like uh, geometry. It's like every rectangle is a square, but no square is ever a rectangle. Right. Every yeah. rhombus is a square. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. I think maybe all Bollywood movies have some musical component. I think so yeah. too. Slumdog Millionaire did. <laughs> did it really? <laughs> yeah. I've never, have you never yeah. seen it? No, I've never seen oh. it. It's actually a pretty good movie. It is a very good movie, actually. The way the the story is told, it's if it's you very like well done. Bollywood movies, you'd probably like Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. I mean, you would like it. I, one of the reasons Bollywood movies is because they're so over the top and they're so absurd. Have you seen La La Land? Man. That new Bollywood movie that came out, La La Land? It's kind of... Is it? I, I haven't seen La La Land. I, I've seen I start, most I've started of it. I've started it five times. Can't. I it's, can't. It's super predictable. It's yeah. They're just so unbelievably in love and they... They have this chance meeting where they get pissed off at each other, and then they meet each other again, and they're so attracted to each other, and it's so hot and passionate, and then it, it goes away, and they don't love each other anymore. And then, of course, I don't, I don't have and to see the end of the movie. And they're singing and dancing. And they're too. singing and dancing. <laughs> I don't have to see the end of the movie to know what happens. You know, yeah. They both see the the error of their ways and get back together. I've started it amazing. four times and I've never gotten past thirty minutes. I've never even attempted it because I'm like oh, I, I just won't like. Well, it. I, I like just, I like Greece. I like I tr- musicals. Oh my stuff. god, I love Greece. Yeah. I love. Yeah, I love Greece. Greatest Showman was the very. I mean, I love that movie. Yeah, everybody I said really it was really do. My husband, who hates musicals, liked Greatest Showman. Uh, oh, really? That's yeah. a hell of an endorsement. Um, it, it, a bit, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. He hates that stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, I couldn't. La La Land, I've tried. I've tried. I heard the greatest, I almost said the greatest horseman. <laughs> <laughs> the Greatest Showman was, uh, was a good movie. It was. With, like a really good soundtrack. It was very visually pleasing. You mm-hmm. watch it and you go, wow. Zac Efron, very visually pleasing. He is very visually He was in The Greatest Showman? Yeah. Really? And he is fabulous in it. He is. It's like well, taking, he's a singer and a dancer. That's how he got his start. Yes, high School Musical. High School bro. Musical. But he is like a man version of High School Musical. And I would say I've never seen High School Musical. Obviously, I refuse to. It's ridiculous. Missing did out. you ever see Hairspray with Zac Efron in it? I did. Surprisingly good. But see, I don't like that guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, I like the original version Bynes. of Hairspray. Much. Oh, Amanda Bynes before she had her mental breakdown. Uh, yeah. Like or she, was she, did she already days. have a mental breakdown? Maybe during that movie. Yeah, kind of like Heath Ledger. She had like an official mental breakdown. Like she's in fashion school now. She's she's doing her thing. Oh, is she doing well for herself? I mean, as well as you can, I guess. <laughs> as well as you can. <laughs> tons after you of dive plastic off a cliff. surgery and yes. like tons of drugs, getting arrested, crazy and, on Twitter. Yeah, like spent all of her money and was like virtually homeless. But it, there, but there was crazy. a there was an interview with her last year. On some TV show, and she looked crazy, but she sounded like she yeah. was doing okay. And I guess that's so, all I can hope for. Technically, Bollywoods aren't musicals because musicals oh. are most of the acting is expressed in song and dance. So, what um, is the definition of Bollywood? Uh, it's just a movie Indian with Indian movies. Yeah. It's Hollywood. So does so there can be a, well, a there can be an, a movie with no music, no dance, or no. I'm sorry, no singing, and no still dancing. Be a Bollywood still, movie, okay. Yeah, it's just the Indian version of Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. yeah. And okay. I don't know if it's because of M- Mumbai or, or whatever they. 
it might just be what's appealing over there. Yeah. yeah. Singing, dancing, expressing Bali. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You learn something new all the time, don't can you? We, can we address the elephant in the room? Me? God, I gained like three pounds in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Listen, Christ, Jamie guys. looks pregnant, everybody. <laughs> I am super bloated. The name of the episode. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Please don't make it Jamie's pregnant. My husband will literally die. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess we should just go ahead. I was, we should. I mean, we, we were planning on doing it in the intro and uh, the season two. We can talk anyway, about it in so. the intro. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it on here. Let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You want to pull the bandaid off? You want me to do it? <sighs> you go ahead and do it. I can't. I'm about to cry. Josh is Ooh. history, everybody. Josh is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Josh got a new arm, <laughs> and his new arm predictably took over all of the nerve centers and, and the like higher brain functions in his, yep. in his brain. And um, he, he went him, full Doc Ock on us. He went full Doc Ock, and suddenly he started making really stupid decisions like, I don't want to be on the podcast anymore because I'm too busy. So yeah. he's Josh, probably, he's, he's going to listen to this and he's going to be like hundred percent accurate. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. I know. He, so this is officially, this is going to officially be season two of open box policy. We have, well, this is kind of the trial run, but we've made a decision to bring Jamie on and start fresh and anew with a female perspective rather than having Josh on. Cause he quit cause he's a bastard. But still right. a trial run, so I better not fuck up. Yeah, no sure. shit. Yeah. yeah, this is You're yeah, on thin it's, ice. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a trial run. But yeah, so no more, no more Josh, no more jokes and stupid redneckisms. Yeah. All right. See, when, when, before when Josh was on, I was the woman in the room. <laughs> uh, now you are the woman in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Devin's always been the woman in the room. Now we have Jamie. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for welcome uh, to your your first solo episode. Oh yeah, your God. first solo episode. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we appreciate it. We do because well, we Devin and I for the last few weeks, uh, you know, we haven't posted anything, and we we've, we've like discussed this with each other numerous times. Like, what should we do? How do we, you know, how do we proceed? We want to make sure that we are putting something out in the universe that's that people would put, you know want to listen to or whatever. And so, I mean, we had been talking about forever about having. We needed more of a female perspective on the podcast anyway. And, I mean, his girlfriend lives in Atlanta, and I don't have another female in my life that will ever come on the stand so, podcast. third choice. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, guys. No, you are the you were the first no, choice. No, but still. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I mean, it's it. just by pro- – I mean, you've been on the episode, like – or you've been on our episodes, like, four or five times, I think. Four yeah, or five times. Right. I mean, it's Six? just a yeah. big old blur. Yeah, well, Thank I mean, you. you don't ever listen to any of the damn episodes. I so. don't right. like hearing myself or you people in... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean by you people? You white men. <laughs> yeah, she basically doesn't... She comes on the podcast, but loathes everything <laughs> about it. No, it's, I just... It's weird to listen to people you know. Like, I'll listen to podcasts all day, but, like, it's... I don't know. It's weird to listen to people that you have met in person and, like... And hear their voice. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It, I, it it sounds, I don't like hearing my own voice. I did TV in high school and I didn't like watching myself on TV. I, it freaks me out. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you did TV. Uh, okay. I thought you said I had TV in high school and I didn't like watching <laughs> no, myself. No, I was in a TV I was like, class. Wait. So I did, I like the morning announcement. It oh, took me yeah. a really long time to get used to my voice. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. So I always thought that I sounded really nasal and. You sound exactly how you sound. We all do. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So I do sound nasal? No, I mean, to you it sounds nasally. To me, you sound like Adam. Yeah, you, you just sound like normal Adam. <laughs> to clear yeah. your throat. No, I'm, I've got a wicked sore throat. Yeah. They, it's funny, they changed my job, and I have to be on the phone literally twice as much as I normally have to talk on the phone. Oh, shit. So if I were on the phone for roughly two and a half to three hours a day, like the minimum that I need to be on the phone is four and they want me on the phone sometimes for like five hours a day. And you just get to a point where your throat is raw. Man, oh, yeah. I would excel at that job. Yeah. All I do is talk, talk, talk. Yeah. I talk hate to my it. kids, talk You'd be to my on the dogs. Same phone call just for like talk an hour. to fucking somebody. Yeah. It gets tough after a while because you just, they want us multitasking and doing stuff all the time. Yeah. Glenn, and, Glenn's, he came home and he was like, I took like 90 calls today. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're Ooh. you're kind of beat at the end of the day. Oh yeah, I used to work in a call center, taking uh, auto so and I. property claims. I like, worked all for day. a timeshare exchange company. So if you bought a timeshare, mm-hmm. you could bank your week with us, and then we could give it to other people. So you didn't have to always go the same place every year. You could give us your week, and then choose other people who have banked theirs to go anywhere else in the world. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's. I mean, it's a really, it's a really great concept for the amount of people who get locked into timeshares, um, and they think that they have to go to Orlando the same week every year. And this company, you could become part of it. You bank your week basically, and then you get to choose a catalog of other people who bank their weeks. And it's kind of, it's an exchange program. Oh, so, that's yeah, but that not is a cool. direct exchange. So just because you're taking someone's Jamaican two-bedroom unit in july doesn't mean they have to take yours in orlando it, but they're comparable. one way or two way yeah but they're comparable so you can't have a timeshare in orlando and then ask for something in spain that there there's like a point system so but it's a good way to when you get a timeshare double platinum diamond yeah, club to exactly to get that spain. yeah yeah, yeah. So. Well, it's like they're all all the people that own timeshares are like, well, we're all fucked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We may as well. Exactly. It's as well a good a way for all those people who sign contracts to, to be like, ourselves. fuck this. Like, I'm not going to go to Orlando every single year. It is super enticing. I've had I've had the the timeshare sales pitch on me numerous times, and I don't normally since I'm in sales, it really bothers me when people try to pitch me because it has to be exceptional yeah. for me to listen, and all of that that really heavy heavy-handed sales tactic I, I got furious at a car dealer recently i, I don't I, I never buy any cars but I, I called a car dealer and he pissed me off but all <laughs> you, that way you called him and he pissed you off oh yeah, yeah the, i didn't even the, go the, i remember i didn't even I go on a lot but yeah it the all that timeshare stuff is so heavy-handed but yeah. there have been numerous times when someone started talking to me about a timeshare and they're showing you pictures, and you start doing research, and it seems like a really it's horrible, really good deal. Yeah, and it's just an awful deal. Well, and that's what I—the company I work for—they didn't sell or buy timeshares. It was strictly yeah, they just people yeah. who the the lady who started it is from my hometown, Carmel, Indiana, and she basically said like timeshares are fucked. Like this is fucked up. Let's help all these people who have timeshares and built this company. Um, which is a great idea. They're not nearly as prevalent nowadays. No, and that's a thing. It's been, I mean, when I, I I worked there before I moved to Nashville, and they transferred me down to Nashville, um, but not for RCI. I worked for Wyndham uh, over by Opryland. Yep. Um, <laughs> Some girl just quit my 
quit my company and went to Wyndham and was oh, there for good like luck with yeah. She was nope. there for like three weeks. Yeah. And was <laughs> like no. Nope. I I had a good job there. Um, I didn't have to do any of the timeshare stuff, but I had a really good job there. But the timeshare, people are getting smart and people aren't wanting to, you know, stick to things and they're more hesitant about deals and all of that. So, I mean, good for them. I would, timeshares are a fucking nightmare. That car dealer, man, that pissed me off. Like, I, I mean, I am in sales. One of the first questions. What happened? Why were the, you call you? So you called a car salesman. I went online one night. I had started to toy around with the idea that I right now would probably the Civic. No, the no. Stop talking <laughs> about the fucking Accord. The uh, Civic's dead. Yeah, that's it's dead. It's that's just like old, Josh. The, this is season two. Damn you! We're not <laughs> talking about the it. fucking well, Accord anymore. Yeah. If you listen, no to more season one episodes, jokes. I don't because I don't like hearing your voices. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. The uh, prerequisite number one for being on a podcast, you have to listen to the podcast. Like no, Jamie's you already, don't. at least like the two episodes prior. Oh yeah, my she's gosh. already broken fucking rule oh, one. Any Jesus fucking Christ, way. Calm down. I went online and started looking at cars, and I I made a huge mistake. And I for, said, what, real quick, were you going to buy a new car? Or were you I just was looking thinking at about options? leasing. Okay. So I wanted. Really low payments or, or relatively low payments. And I, I panned out, I did all the math about how much money I've spent on cars, like used cars and whatnot over the, like the last like seven years. And I realized I fell down where I was like, I came down to a number where I was like, this is a number that if I spent all that per month, this is about how much I would have spent per month. And this entire time I could have had like the new hotness. I could yeah. have had a nice new car with Bluetooth and everything because I always buy cars cash. No, are a hundred percent warranty. No bullshit. No you repairs. You always buy cars cash. Hell yeah, Adam's sitting on a just a bank account. Yeah, I buy right all now. my cars cash. Anyway, so he transferred his cash to gold and has it buried out yeah, in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just basically save tons of money and then buy save yeah. tons of money and buy, and then I do all the repairs on my own. So I went online and I filled out like a form that said I'm interested in this car, and I should have known. Like eight a.m. Oh, the next day, yeah. I start getting fucking phone calls. Yeah. So that this guy gets us. on the phone with me and he starts, he's like, hey, man, heard you were in, like that. He starts off the conversation that way, which, is, you know, started off and just go, hey, is this Jamie? This is Adam with Kia. I just wanted to give you a call. And it sounds much like more a normal follow up. Yeah, call. Yeah. I just wanted to give you a call. I saw that you were interested and. I would love to talk to you if you want some more information. Which we had that with our Kia when we were looking. Exactly from Kia. It was like, hey, just seeing if, you know, it saw that you came to our lot or you were looking at things on a caradvisor.com. Very normal. And then we never heard back from after that one thing. Kia dealerships are, are really, or they're renowned. They are either on and fantastic or yeah. off and terrible. There's no in between. There are all these crazy stories about people going to Kia dealerships and them saying it was like I was at a Lexus dealership. It was one of the most amazing customer service experiences, or it is like the most awful experience. So this guy, oh. he starts we off like, hey, real quick. Man. We're oh, talking about my Kia. God. We're talking about Kia. Let me just Strike go real two, quick. Strike two, Jamie. Season two over. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I'm so sorry. We're t- it's relevant. We got our Kia at CarMax, but before it's we perfect. bought it, we wanted to go check out the Kia dealership CarMax by us. Great. Yeah, and we went to the Kia, Kia dealership to look at the exact same car that we've been looking at. You mean the one right here in Antioch? Yeah, yeah. Um, we got there and we said, "Hey, do you have a 2015 Kia Sorento?" 
No, we don't. But we have a Ford Escape. They showed us everything but Kias. But the one you wanted, yeah. Well, they not even they weren't even Kias. They were a Ford Escape, and they were. And Glenn was yeah. just. They have a huge used car Raging, yeah. yeah. Was it that and one so, guy who like beat his kids or whatever? Probably. Cheat on his wife. Oh yeah, God, he he was there. No the way. Kia. I asked Glenn. He walked. He wasn't out front. He was walking doing a sales thing. So I said to Glenn, it's the Carnival Kia guy. And Glenn obviously had no idea who it was. <laughs> he and still he, owns the place. He does. They but just he's, had to rebrand it. Yeah, he's had shit. to back up off of it. Anyway, so after that happened, we went back to the CarMax and bought it there. But Great yeah. customer service. Yeah, CarMax great. is a little overpriced, but it's also one of the most unbelievable experiences. Yes. I've bought a car from there for it was, a friend it of mine. Was, it was flawless. It was great. They worked with us with everything. Yeah. The guy took all the time, but it was just the going no, to the Kia dealership. I just expected them showing us Kias and all they did. And even when you said a newer Kia, they were like, oh, we have a, you know, a 2017 Edge. And it was like, but we don't want an we want to, we're looking at Kia. Yeah. So we end up leaving, but then they emailed us over and over again. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for hijacking my story. No problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I That's forgot what, what I'm you here were for. saying. Me too. Yeah, me too. No, so anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're either, it's either awful or fantastic. And I knew that going into this. Guy starts off, hey, man, this is Zach with Universal <laughs> Kia. And that's how he answered the phone. I was already pissed. So I, I, he goes. What kind of car were you looking for? The Kia Stinger. Uh, their new sports sedan. <laughs> oh, a we stinger. saw the. I, we, me and Glenn saw those. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in leasing a stinger. He's like, I saw that man. You know, yeah. Why don't you come? <laughs> you know, come in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, let's let's hang hang back, Zach. Hang Pump back. The brakes. I mean, I'm, in, I'm in sales, buddy. Like, let's 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 have a conversation. So this is what I'm thinking about bringing to the table. You know, I would like to bring like three or four thousand. Let's say three thousand and. Then lease a car because there's deals all over. They're like three thousand down, two ninety nine a month, and you get the new hotness. And I did the math, and it's cheaper than if I, you know, bought new cars constantly. So he said, uh, "Ooh, uh, I don't know." Uh, Start hemming and hawing and all this bullshit. And he said, "Hold on one second. He did the classic car salesman bullshit. I've been doing this shit to people for years." He's speak like, with my let, manager. let me put you on hold real quick. Talk to my manager. I'm like, yeah, you do but that. He can Zach. hear you the whole time, huh? Because that's how you. Speak I don't know. I was just silent. They mute you. If you never, this is if you've never worked at a call center and, you, and you're listening to my voice right yep. now. If you do not hear call music, you are on mute. Yep. Well, if you're no, here, here's the the classic mute. Doot, doot, doot. Yeah, and then but like five seconds silent. Even doot, even doot, doot. at RCI, we would Mine mute is them. Silent. We would mute them with music, but you could oh, constantly hear what they were saying. We and can't. Sometimes we would just sit there and listen to them like oh, yeah. bitch or complain, <laughs> and they would think that they didn't know. So now, whenever I'm hold, I just shut my mouth because I'm thinking I've been yep. like you're listening. I am silent. Yeah. If there's hold music, I talk. Yep. I, I don't see. I don't. I'm. I've never worked anywhere where you could mute with music. We. we it's always had to have hold music. But yeah, if it's silent, I don't talk. So it was silent. And he picked up the phone again. He's like, all right, man. So I talked to my manager, and he wants to see you come down and uh, sit in one of these cars and you really get a feel for this like, machine. And, <laughs> this machine of yeah. a Kia. See you sitting it. I was like, boy, I, I go, hey, 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 let, let's hang back a second. There is nowhere and no way on this entire fucking planet that I am going to come down to your dealership with <laughs> without knowing how much it's going to yep. cost me. How fucking stupid would I be to come down to you? If I want a refrigerator, I can go on H.H. Gregg. No, I can't anymore. But I can go on Best Buy and find out how expensive the refrigerator is. But obviously they don't need it must to come work for down. people. I don't need to come down and put my fucking food in it. 
Yeah. And then be like, all right, I really like this. What's the price? Food. Yeah, shut up. Well, anyway, he put my beer, my beer and mustard <laughs> and mayonnaise in it. And then, yeah. so anyway, it pissed me off. And he goes, oh, well, that's not how we do it. And I said, well, it's the way you're going to do it today. And, and he was like, so oh, he was uh, basically, okay. he was, so he was basically saying you have to come here. Yeah. It's a sales tactic because yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if you see new car, if you see waxy, new, beautiful car, they think they're going to entice you. Yeah. You have a you much higher likelihood. It. It's yeah. statistics. They run statistics and sales all the time. If your butt comes to the lot, you're m- much higher likely to yep. buy a car. So I just said, no, you're going to have to give me a price. He called me back later on that day. He called me back with. I wanted him to give me a price that might be like mildly insulting so we could start to, to haggle. He called me back with a price so insulting that I lost my fucking mind on the phone with this guy. <laughs> Before you say the price, what was the what was the original? Like what were you what were you thinking you were going to get back? Get back. Oh, oh, I figured he was going to come back to me and say uh with your credit score mm-hmm. and which is excellent by mm-hmm. the way. And which is like above eight hundred, by the way. No, it's not above eight hundred. I'm I'm striving for eight hundred. My husband's is great. Mine is. Oh. Um, I figured he would tell me that it would be like three ninety nine a month, okay. with three thousand down. Okay. And maybe thirty six or forty eight months okay. for the model that I wanted. Yeah. And <clears throat> so, brand he, new, right? It's brand new, okay. but it's a lease, so I yeah. have to return it at the end. Yeah. You only get like twelve thousand miles a year. Yeah. But I started realizing I just didn't want to, I don't want to own a car anymore. I'm tired of it because it just, it's so much maintenance and shit. And mm-hmm. I already have a fucking house that I have to own. So <laughs> even though realistically Such leasing a, a car is not always the best deal because people like, you know, people always say you never own it. But if you get your payments low enough and there's no interest and you don't have to put a lot of money down, I want to lease a car so bad. Deal. Glenn won't so, let me. Well, once you start leasing cars, people, people look at you as like a guaranteed lease, they will start cutting you insane deals zero down uh-huh. 299 a month and you just it's basically you're just renting a car yeah and but don't you have to return it in really good you have to return that's it really my good problem condition. with having two kids yeah. in a car yeah. that most likely that <clears throat> would you say something happen. about twelve thousand miles a year oh yeah. fuck i do that in like four months yeah i go to indiana all the time i could never do that so you can put more mileage on and the price goes up a little bit yeah it's not outrageous like you go from 12 to 15 or from 15 to 20 and the price goes up a little bit but it's not outrageous so this guy comes back to me and he says so uh for the key stinger that you want uh, your payments would be, uh, I think he said six or oh, 700 God a month. Damn. And I, I said, hold on, hold on. I can go buy a brand new that fucking BMW and get $700 a month payments with no fucking money down. And Did he, he was reasoning? like, he just didn't know what he was doing. He goes, Ugh. wait, wait, I, I thought. And I, so I stopped him. I'm like, how much money did you have me putting down? You fucked some, I, I basically was like, Zach, you mm-hmm. fucked it up. You, you fucked <laughs> it up, Zach. Either my credit score or my credit score is amazing. Down. He probably yeah. How much his money did C? you have me putting down? Zach, you fucked it up. You fucked it up, Zach. Good job, Seven, Zach. $700 a month is just outrageous. I'm not a fucking like, wealthy man. So how much did you have me putting down? You fucked it up. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll put a little bit of money down. He goes, oh, I had you putting 7000 down. <laughs> I lost you my fuck- fucking mind. Every oh day on TV, they're God. like, "Come buy a new Audi, come buy a new whatever." It's three thousand down, two ninety nine a yeah. month. If you have, if you qualify, you got good credit. I can go pick that shit up all day long. Yeah. And I, I was like, "You fucked it up, bro." 
So I hung up. I hung up with him, and he was like, "Wait, wait!" I was like, "Don't ever call me again." I went online that same day, <laughs> found the exact doorstep? same Kia that I wanted. It was like two ninety eight a month with three thousand dollars down, and and he just he didn't understand what he was doing, and that's a big complaint about Kia dealerships. Yeah. So, in my furor, I was I was still furious. Uh oh! I had gone to the the store to pick up some parts to to fix my fucking car that I wanted to sell. And was driving back home in all this awful traffic. My AC in the car was not working correctly. Furious. And I get a phone call. <laughs> hey, it's... Listen to me. It's, it was a chick this time. She was like, hey, it's Elizabeth with, with Franklin Kia. And I was like, don't ever call my fucking phone again. And, you know, and she was like, oh... <laughs> she was just assigned that phone call for the day, and she, oh she probably cried. Yeah, she was she just like, "Hey, can you uh, can you cover Zach's follow ups for the night?" She's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I yeah, got no it. problem." <laughs> I was fucking. And she's like in the it bathroom, a, what, what fucking I, crying. So I, I screamed at her. I hung up the phone, and then I realized I went back and I I started to think about that phone call. It was a different Kia dealership. The Franklin one. It was the Franklin Kia. So she didn't know me. Oh. She didn't have oh. any clue. She and probably thought worst it would be, hey, not interested. And I said it was yeah. like, don't ever fucking call I me broke again. My Go kill yourself. Yeah. I was just like, don't <laughs> fucking call me. I Man, bet for the I next like so four days, everybody she called was like, hey, this is Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just yeah, calling from Franklin. You doing okay today? When I call people at work, I like to not say anything until they go, hello? And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's a power move. You know? I, so our phones have a little bit of delay built into them, and it drives me crazy. Because um, you're constantly talking over someone. And I, you're like, wait, uh, uh, okay. Oh, yep. that, yeah. Ugh. I went. I hate the phone. I So every time I answer the phone, it's like it comes on, and I have to unmute my headset and say hello. And I'm one of those people where if I, I hear someone pick up, I'll give them a one or two count before I'm like, hello? Addicts are the most impatient people on the fucking planet. I swear to God, as soon as he goes click, they're like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh my I God. thought you were going to say the exact opposite. Because no. what I do is if I don't know a number, I pick up and I just listen. And I wait for them to say hello. Yep. See, yeah. power move. I do that at work sometimes. Yeah, People I, call I, in, and I pick yeah. up, and I don't say I don't anything. Know they just hear the environment around it, yes. and they're like, hello, and I'm like, hey, Listen to the background. Yeah. I listen to the background, and if it sounds like a call center, I just sit there until someone goes, hello? Hello? And then- <laughs> All like, day. Yeah. They'll go, hello, hello, hello? And I'm like, I'm like, like I, so I get anxious. I'm like, I'm right fucking here. And they're like, oh, sorry. You know, or I'll just- I'll be like, I don't want a fucking Kia. Yeah, like, I'm right- Yeah. <laughs> What do you think this is, a fucking Kia dealership? Like, chill out. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, it was a bad experience. But then everyone told me, like, go to another Kia dealership, and it will be, like, it won't, an amazing know. experience. I have my own What was the first one the guy called you from? Was that the Antioch one? It was one? Universal Kia. The one that's, like, stuck in the ghetto. Okay, that's the one we went to because it was the closest yeah. to where we were. Yeah, yeah. and they kind of, you know, for the longest time, there was a certain type of person that bought a Kia. Kia started selling really nice cars they, really yeah, nice cars that are when, super yeah. reliable yeah. too i never even thought about a kia until we were we had to buy a new car because glenn's car basically exploded yeah and we i wanted an edge really bad and we went to carmax and we they said oh look at this carmax i mean look at this uh this edge great wonderful and they showed me a kia and 
again, I had always, I didn't know much about Kias. They were kind of shitty back when I was younger. Right. And I looked at the Kia I got and I was like, holy shit, this is perfect. I, I love remember it. the it's Kia wonderful. boom. I remember the Kia boom in my town because seriously, it was like 2013 or 14. Seriously, like five of my friends got a brand new yeah. Kia in one summer. And well, they're like, super God affordable, bless, man. They're super affordable, and they they're started putting cars. out a product that was really comparable to Honda yeah. and Toyota. And they're and they're they're pretty damn reliable cars. They really are. They have little things go wrong with them every once in a while. They're cheap to fix, but and now they're they're even pushing their game even further because they're they're a little bit more of a premium brand than Hyundai, and because Kia will they're like they'll take you know that's basically Hyundai, and they'll take a car and they'll put premium materials in it and they'll charge a little bit more and you know it's the optima and not the sonata whatever whatever but yeah they're they're really weird and i forgot that that kia universal kia dealership is the one all over nashville that's like you know don't you leave until you see me because like we're not going to let you leave you know basically if we ask you for any money down and you're like can't do that they're gonna gonna make it happen and they're gonna make it happen so you don't even have to pay a damn dollar to get a kia so yeah it's like that they deal don't you leave till don't you leave till you see me don't you leave until i beat my children yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh was it beating i thought it was molesting beating sorry no it was his wife not his children he got into a domestic deal with his wife and he also had tons of illegal guns he's like he's like a tiny little rat man he's a tiny everyone that works for him says that he he is the number one, the best boss they've ever worked for. That everything you see on the I know a guy that worked for him. Oh my god! Everything you see on the commercial is one hundred percent genuine. He is the most sweetest, kindest, How much nicest is he paying man. You? No, it's not right anyway. Now. Yeah. Anyway, are, I'm, are you I'm working done with for this. him? I, 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 we were talking about call centers. He was too tan and super yellow hair. Yeah. Wait, wait. So he had out. he he had illegal guns in the back of his Kia Soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it like one of those men in black things his, where it like comes up out of the floorboard and he had him in his huge You kick like mansion. the tailpipe and right. He uh yeah, he had it in his fucking huge mansion. And the domestic shit with his wife was from like a long time ago and it was yeah, it was yeah. weird. They they dug up a lot of shit on that dude. Don't get me wrong, he fucked up. Yeah. But his wife even came out and said They took down the like, Whoa, he didn't hit me that hard. Well, she basically was like, This we need to like brush this like you all you're making a big deal out of this. It's not, you don't need to make a deal out of this. Like we had an altercation. It's no big fucking deal. I don't know why, you know, but they tried to ruin his ass. So he had to like pull out of the business. We were talking about phones. We were talking about call centers and we had, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast and it's something that is very pertinent that happened to me today. It's pert. I don't like this. Well, I, freaks me out. I saw an article that I mentioned to you all about our phones listening to us. There's all this new research and all these new people out there that are talking about their phones, and they're saying that if they talk about certain things while their phone is locked sitting next to them, they'll wake up the next day, and they'll suddenly see ads on their phone about said thing. So I have something when you're done to add to not only phones, but this guy who did one on his actual computer. Okay. So, yeah, I saw an article or I saw something on YouTube where some people played around with this. Everything about the video looked like they faked it. They said, we're just going to talk about something random. So he said, let's talk about birth control. And he said, hey, honey, have we ever talked about birth control before? And she's like, no, I don't believe in birth control. I've never taken birth control. And they just start doing this. And he says, here's day one. And he like shows his phone. And he, they're like, here's day two. They talk about birth control again. Talk about birth control. They, they, he's like, we're not searching anything online. Of course, you don't see them not searching it online. Right, yeah. And then the he picks picture. up his phone like on day three 
and it's full of this stuff. And I started hearing more and more stories, you know, what's his face? Mark Zuckerberg had to go in front of Congress about a lot of this shit, about all the weird privacy issues yeah. with Facebook yeah. and, and all this weird His stuff. Weird drinking water. So <laughs> before you go into your personal thing, though, let me tell you mine. But the, right. the video I was talking about. So what, what I watched was a guy and he did on his computer and it was the same idea that um, his computer webcam was listening to him. So he his shut webcam. Well, webcam and speakers, basically. Oh, right. Like, did was this a built-in one, or was it one that he had plugged in? It was or? a built-in one. Okay. So he basically turned off his computer and turned off, took the power off of the whole thing, set up his uh, camera on his phone and recorded it, and basically said, "I have suspicions. I've done a few tests on this, but we're gonna, I'm gonna do like a dry one right now." So basically, he didn't own a dog, never been around a dog. He doesn't have a dog in his house. There's no reason to talk about a dog. So what he did is, so he told he told us what he was going to do before he plugged his computer in. I'm going to talk about a dog and dog toys and specifics about dog toys. Something that's nylon, something that's rubber, and then I'm going to say other things that have nothing to do with dogs. And we'll see what happens. So he plugs his computer in, he videos the whole thing. And before he did it, he opened up like six web pages or websites Facebook, a couple other ones that show ads, and he and he opened them up and showed that there were no ads for anything with dogs. So then he had a conversation, pretend conversation about how he needed to get a new dog toy for his dog. Um, he would like nylon, rubber, all these different things. So then he opened up those same web pages he had just done, and all of a sudden there were ads on facebook on amazon on google just all these different and they were random websites and all of them all of a sudden on the side there were banner ads of um dog toy advertisements for rubber rawhide man yeah and it was just yeah i mean and he did it so technical like he showed everything he did and how he what he was going to do, showed the websites, all of that before he did it. And it was just like, oh, my God. And, I mean, he, even a week later, showed getting on there on something ridiculous, some side website. And there was a thing about a dog, a so dog toy. Every time I see those videos, I've always thought to myself, these are manipulated somehow. I mean, this this person has an agenda. He wants you to believe that this is happening. Right. America's watching. A month ago, mm-hmm. a month ago, I was sitting at work. And I was talking between two desks with a friend of mine. I looked down, and he had these really, really nice boots on. And it was from a company that I have only ever heard of maybe one other time in my life. And so he starts talking, and I'm like, what kind of boots are those? And he says, Danner. Like, oh, Danner, that's right. They make really nice hiking boots. And I was like, that's that's really cool, man. He goes, yeah, they're having a huge sale. I've never even heard of Danner. Yeah, they're really, like, yeah. really nice boots. And I, so we start talking Danner, mention Danner, mention Danner. He says, they're having a sale. You should look it up. Uh, they're whatever, whatever. And I just say, oh, that's cool, man. No intentions whatsoever. I don't need new hiking boots. I don't need new boots. But Just asking. Yeah. Yeah. I opened my phone the next day at work sitting next to him and on the first ad on Facebook was like <laughs> Danner sale. Whoa. And I have never searched, never looked, never I would have no reason to do like that. Like I said, I've never even heard of Danner. I went over to him and I said, It wouldn't surprise me if tonight, like tomorrow we all wake up and it's on our phones. Danner boots, yep. babe. But I went to him and I said, I have never searched for this, I've never looked this up. 
and it's on my phone. Your, my, your phones are listening to you. And he, he kind of was, he gets paranoid. He's like, oh, I don't think so, man. And I said, yes, it is. So we had this conversation about it. I poo-pooed it off because every time, I'm just one of those people, I'll see something and be like, oh, that's amazing. I'll be triggered by it and then never think about it again. Yeah. So two days ago, I was at a friend's house. And I said, hey, like, I'm, I'm sweaty. Like, I need some deodorant. Do you have any deodorant? And she said, uh, all I have is like that, like white stick shit. And I picked it up, and the I was girl like, girl oh. stuff? Yeah, like, it's like yeah, a like soap. Antiperspirant yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I told Why her, I'm like. You, both of you just made disgusting faces about women's deodorant. I, I, I use lotion, but I don't use antiperspirant. I, I, it's, it's terrible. You, you, yeah, I use you, deodorant. Well, hold, hold, you put lotion in your armpits. No, lotion-based. Like, like lotion-based. Oh, you fancy. Based. Yeah. The, You're real fancy. You'd be surprised. That's really, that's like a normal thing. What's the brand name? Uh, Dove. Like oh, Dove, so you, Dove so for I, men, or well, I use Old I use, Spice. I Old use Spice Do- is not an age person. I use but Dove, 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 well. they, Dove do female as well. It's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. It's the antiperspirant part that I don't like. Uh, yeah, because there's antiperspirant and there's there's uh, almost a Doritos. Oh, it's full uh, of deodorant. <laughs> it's full of aluminum. Antiperspirant is full of aluminum. Oh Jesus Christ! It Aluminium. Is. It's you look this shit up. It's full of aluminum, and it li- will li- literally plug your pores. I have a conversation oh, with Lord. her, and I say, you understand that that. And a is full of aluminum, and it's really bad for you. So and, is smoking, Adam. Yeah, I know. I don't smoke that much. But, but still. We start talking about it. I say, you need to stop doing that. And she's like, well, I like it, blah, blah, blah. And I mention again, it's full of aluminum. On my way home tonight, I got a text from her. She said, I just opened my phone to Facebook. The first ad said, shop now for aluminum-free deodorant. <laughs> it specifically said, aluminum but, free it didn't say it didn't hey, say do you have um what is the brand name because my phone's nice and open so if you could say the brand name i already have the it would be interesting to know i opened my phone to make sure it's open just the to listen brand name for what well there are the deodorants that are aluminum free oh uh i have dove for men okay uh or dial it's dove for men that's that's uh well, I mean, they have an antiperspirant version. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't wear it. Okay, cool. uh, a lot of most of the old spices, it, it, basically anything that is like the clear stick, and that it's it's re- and when you put it in your hand, it's really soft and really smooth. Those are non antiperspirant, basically yeah. non aluminum. It's just like this lotion based stuff. Now, they're not as good deodorant, and you have to apply more of it. You know, like the, the the soap stick shit, it's just like like one swipe and you'll never smell again. But <laughs> this this topic is just Yeah. Came really came out of the it's, But it's about your phone's <laughs> I listening. Mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I had never in my wildest dreams thought that that was actually real. I heard about that a thousand times and then it started to happen to me. And I started to notice, like you talked about dog toys. You mentioned a dog toy yep. to somebody, and the next day you open your phone and it's there. It's so unconscious. Most of us don't ever think about it. We yeah. think it's just coincidence. It's just coincidence. Because you've, th- you've heard... thought about it, so you don't. You think maybe I've searched it or maybe something, but yeah, you don't go. Oh, that's random. You go. Oh, I just thought about this the other day. Yeah, oh, I just thought about this. Yeah. Maybe I had searched yeah. for it, or maybe I was thinking, you know, whatever. But yeah. they're literally listening to you. Yeah, I was. Doing this again recently, I had I was talking to my friend about new tools, and I kept mentioning tools, kept mentioning tools to him. This certain brand, Gear Wrench. I said, "There's there's these new ratchets that I really want," and I popped up my phone ad for Gear Wrench, just random. Now, when you say popped up on your phone, what were you on? Facebook, Google? Uh, this. I'm just interested because so one time it was Facebook, the other things. time was on a random website, like a news website. 
where the you know the every once in a while ads. banner, yeah, the banner will ads. pop in. That's what the guy did with the dog. Yeah, the banner stuff. popped yeah. in, and it was for uh, it was for another company. So a couple of years ago, this may be like a reality now, but I heard that companies were going to start doing targeted ads like that, except it would be facial recognition. Like oh. you have a big screen in an airport. And you're walking by it, and it like picks up like your size, your body, and it's everything. Like it's like a Minority Report, report. basically, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it basically remembers Holy what you like. Shit. Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise pops up and is like, "Hey, you want this?" Um, Minority Report is so cool, and <sighs> it, Minority God, Report is it's movie. an underrated God, movie. God, that movie is so good. They'll do so good. Well, they'll end up doing targeted ads like that at some point. They'll yeah. have to. It, well, the thing about Minority Report, not only was it targeted, it was every time you walk by one, they go, "Hey, John." Remember when you you bought that blazer here? We'd really love to see you again. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you, you know he gets the new eyes, and they're like, "Hello, Mister Yoshida," mm-hmm. and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm not Mister Yoshida," yeah. you know. But it's uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, underrated that kinda, movie. I feel like watching Minority Report. It's now. so good. Yeah, it's God. really good. That shit will end up happening. Minority Report, I think, was a Philip K. Dick uh, short story or novel. Philip K. Dick has written a something ton like of, that. Yeah, he's written he's written a ton of great short stories that made it into movies. And for everybody listening, if you love good sci-fi, you've got to look up Philip K. Dick. I mean, we talked a little bit about our phones are listening to us and all this this kind of gloom and doom. We were talking about artificial intelligence before we even started the podcast. But if you love, I mean, uh, Minority Report and mm-hmm. uh, Running Man, Blade Runner. Yes, he's Philip K. Dick has they've they've put, made a bunch of his novels into movies. They've, they've kind of repurposed them. They're all fantastic. He's kind of like so Michael good. Crichton. Say what? So good. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I, I love Michael Crichton too. But yeah, if you've never looked into Philip K. Dick and you want to hear something or see something that's like really good in sci-fi and will kind of like jog your mind a little bit, do it. Even if you don't like sci-fi, it's good. I was yeah. never yeah. a sci-fi fan until I some of those. They're just so, good stories. Yeah, very good. Yeah, they're just good stories in general. Anyway, Jamie, thank you very much for coming on. Yes, thank you for we appreciate me. it. We it was, really it appreciate great. it. We thank really do. In the me. absence of our, our one armed wonder. Well, not <laughs> absence. He yeah. just in the death of the one armed wonder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what we just need to like I mean we're 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 still small time. We need to just fake Josh's death. Yeah. <laughs> just fake it and just tell everyone that Josh is dead. Even uh, even his sister's listening right now, April. Right. She likes our podcast. I'm glad I just told her name. Anyway, uh yeah. Josh anyway, is dead. Josh is dead. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. <laughs> Peace. Peace.